WEEI Studios, 93.7, WEEI-FM, and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Fourth and final hour of the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart here on WEEI. We got the uh, always exciting grab bag coming up at 920. But I got a question hey, for you. Hey, did you see my funny of grab bag? Yeah. Was it in your article? No. Oh. It was on Twitter. Yes. The I, I did, I think, a Rich Keefe appropriate response oh. to there was a um, photo of Tony Dungy and Rodney Harrison from the other night when it was really cold in yes. Kansas City. Weather and Tony game. Dungy had nothing on. You know, Mr. Naked. Dome Coach, old naked. soft dome. No, no, but not, not on his head. Well, he said nothing on. But not on his head. All right, well. Where Rodney Harrison had a full, like, was that a scuba snorkel yeah. thing yeah. on? Yeah. So I, my caption was. This should be good. I was born in the cold. You oh, really? I knew a good thing. Yeah. You may have adapted the night, but I was born in it. I just changed it to cold. I think that's this. That was pretty good, That's dude. good, babe. Now, now, now good. do it with cold, though. Oh. Uh, you may have adopted oh, the cold. You may have adopted the cold, but I was born in it. See? Yeah, that's what he said. That was my... Yeah. And I put Bane voice. It was very creative. That is good. I, you know, I didn't see that. I, I think it's I was hurtful. off... I think, no, I think I was just off uh, offline while watching the game. You're doing your job. I mean, that's part of the job these days, social media. I can watch the game. Oh, I get to also tweet during the games, too? Oh, absolutely. Live tweeting during games. It's what we all do. I don't think I have to. I saw hard today hollering at the Dork Podcast. This hit, yeah, shout out Dork Podcast. He's yeah. got a crusade Eventually, trying to get on well, we'll see. You gotta watch stuff. You gotta watch stuff in real time. That's the problem. Real time? Yeah, yeah. I can't like binge things. Oh, you can binge things. Oh no, that's right. I mean, like movies though. We don't usually take too long to review like a new good movie. You want to review Oppenheimer in late February? Probably not. Okay. No, probably probably not going to do that. <laughs> All right, Gerard Mayo's press conference tomorrow at uh, high noon. What questions besides the baseball bat one, which I do legitimately think needs to be asked? And you brought up a good point. What size was the bat? What size is the bat? What kind of what bat? if somebody does that like the the just like straight yeah. hey Gerard what uh what size baseball bat you swing <laughs> how many pitches That'll get big laughs from him I bet See I bet it will This is also a new era in there's going to be a human person yeah. answering questions He's not going to berate you he's not no. going to like undress you and make and you try to look bad might even answer him Oh yeah which I is mean, he answered about rubbing people the wrong way I know so I'm Which fascinated. I think actually opens the door to ask all these other questions because so he's already set the press precedent yep. where he answers questions about reports, yes. which I think for him was not a great idea. Probably shouldn't have, but now, yeah, you can ask him about the baseball bat thing. I if I were him, I'd say, oh, no, no, that was when I was a uh, an assistant coach as the head coach. I'm not going to address uh, reports and rumors and innuendo and un- un- anonymous comments. He ne- he needs to... Uh, Bet you he's had some meetings with Stacey James in the last uh, couple days. To go over some stuff. But again, you got to also be yourself in this. Absolutely. It's the easiest way to be yeah. yourself, right? Mike McDaniel. It's like what you tell your kid when they go to school. Just be yourself. Just be yourself and you'll go... You beat up all the time. <laughs> right, well, maybe change it up a little bit. Well, don't be yourself. Yeah, don't Get be out yourself. the locker. <laughs> yeah, don't be yourself. Be somebody else. Copy be the cooler. Cool. Find the coolest kid. Copy that kid. No, but for Mayo, uh, maybe... This is a big day, right? Yes. I think I it's think a it, huge day. I do think it is a big day because you brought up a great point about how normally when a head coach gets fired and a new coach gets brought in, even if it is just for that moment in time, there should be some positivity, some, all right, 
that's the end of the bad run. This is going to be the start of a new run. That just there's hope. There's like the unknown, especially when it's a coach that has never coached before. I feel like there's a little bit of like a shot in the arm. Like here we go. And especially when you're coming off a four win season. Team. But this isn't a normal situation. This is the greatest coach of all time, and half the half the fans wish that he was still here. All right, forget Paul Brown. All right, Bill, I like how Jones does it. What is the second best? He coach? calls him the most. Uh, excuse me, I got choked up <laughs> saying it. Accomplished coach of all time, Fine. not the greatest. All right, whatever. But I would say close to half the fan base is pissed that he's gone. Whereas forty yeah, percent, maybe. Uh, not that there's a lot of Chargers fans, but just play this out. What percentage of the fans do you think are pissed that Brandon Staley is gone? One percent, just because there's probably a weird percent. <laughs> That's an odd duck that was like, I like that. Guy. I like fourth down, baby. You didn't get a fair shot. So, yeah, this is already kind of a unique situation. Not a lot of people wanted Gerard Mayo. You were running different Twitter polls about who would you rather have between Vrabel and Mayo. Everybody would rather have Vrabel. So, like, it is sort of a weird spot, and uh, everything happened really quickly last week. And we heard from Bill Belichick. No question and answers, but we heard from Bill. There was question and answers from Robert. And now here comes Gerard Mayo, and he's going to have to hit a home run here and not be like some of these guys. Next thing that's very important to me is that we build a smart football team, (laughs) that we have a smart football team here. And I know we have the the people in place to do that. There's just more and more of that. But I have a question. Because initially I was thinking, well, you know, he proved that you can have a terrible – press conference and end up a great coach going to the Super Bowl 10 and 1. Now he might be candid. He might get fired. Maybe that was actually the precursor to him falling on his face. There's a question out there I'm sure a lot of people are asking. That's number one. Who am I? (laughs) Well, maybe I can explain that a little bit better, but instead of saying who am I, by telling you what's relevant in this conversation with being a coach of the New York Giants, what I'm about. And what I'm about is an old school physical mentality. Yeah. Okay. We're okay. going to put a product on the field yeah. that the people of this city and region will be proud of. Because be this sneak. team will represent this area. Yeah, that didn't work. That yeah. was Joe Judge. That was famously. terrible. Yeah, that was terrible. Not, that was not a good one. Uh, how about this one, though? What do you think of this one then and now? This place has been kicked. It's been battered. It's been bruised. And I can sit up here and give you coach speak all day long. I can give you, uh, you know, hey, we're going to win this many games. I can't. But none of that matters. And you guys don't want to hear it anyway. Nope. You've had enough of that. So. Hey, wow. Oh, I, swear. I swore at the press conference, Dan Campbell. But Dan Campbell took over for Matt Patricia. And that's why Dan Campbell worked. That's one of the Correct. main reasons why Dan Campbell works. It was such a shock to the system. Because Dan Campbell was a joke when he was with Miami. It was like, this guy's a head coach in the NFL. He was the gym teacher. Yeah, PC principal. Yeah. Now he's like the perfect coach for Detroit. The guy's awesome. Yeah. Uh, he's got some crazy things so- to say, but his energy, the whole thing. So you can have a variety of press conferences but to go back to your point with everything that's going on with the pats all the question marks now about who's running the team this is an important one for me so let's um let's advise gerard mayo yes what are some of the key things like do's and don'ts you'd be saying for tomorrow because i would say do very simply be yourself yes be yourself don't fake it we'll smell it oh we'll see you sweating you know be comfortable. Yes. Do not be Craig Breslow, who couldn't breathe, who couldn't no. talk, who was like deep breath, weird, uncomfortable because he wasn't use ready. Really big words no. that I need to look up. Even if you're smart enough to How do about that, don't joke. do it. We start with a joke. Well, Bill starts with jokes. Bill's, Bill does. Bill I actually have joke. one. You have a joke for Gerard so, Mayo? Did you hear Bill's joke? About Tim Tebow? Yes. It's a great joke. I haven't seen this many cameras since Tim Tebow. Since we signed Tim Tebow. So great if I'm joke, Gerard, I haven't seen this many cameras since we canned Bill. <laughs> 
Ooh. Good one. What do you think? Good That's one. distancing yourself from Bill. You're like, I'm standing yeah. on my own two feet. Yep. I take pot shots at the old dude we just kicked what about, out. What That'd about, be amazing, but I don't think he has. What if guy. he shows no up? Chance. What if he says, I just flew in from Attleboro and boy, are my wings tired? No, don't. No. What or if he just shows tired. up? I screwed that one what up. What if he just shows up? <laughs> Let me have it again. <laughs> you screwed that up. Yes. What if he shows yeah. up just like this with a bat on oh, his back? So funny. that would be a joke without a joke. Yeah. That's good. And doesn't say anything, just like, hey, Pop holds comic. it and then puts it down. Yeah, like Gallagher. Yeah, because everybody will be Smart. like, ha, ha, whoa, yeah, ha, ha. Um, People know. People get it. Now, he also, I believe, can't, because we're talking about these, these ones that sort of lasted. Sirianni, yeah. He can't try too hard. We'll play fundamentally sound. We will not beat ourselves. That is our mission right here. Okay, great. Didn't go well. Thanks, Joe. Like, I don't think he wants to go in with the mindset of being a clip, being a meme, even a good one. Like, don't go in thinking you're going to be a showman. No. Right? You're not the greatest showman. You're not Hugh Jackman. You're a football coach. You're talking about your philosophies. You're bringing a different energy. Because I actually think the job he did in that final Zoom Mm -hmm. two weeks ago now. Yeah. If you can replicate the bulk of that, I think you're fine. Because I wonder how it's going to change because the last couple of times we heard Gerard Mayo, it literally sounded like a job interview. Absolutely. And now you have the job. Yeah. So, But now that... you're still selling yourself, the public, yeah. what you're bringing. Why? Hey, uh, Gerard, the only guy you've ever uh, played for or worked under is Bill Belichick. Why should I think you're any different? Oh, boy. I don't know who's asking yeah. that question. Yeah, that's voice. aggressive. Yeah, Coming bit. out there. But, yeah. like, that's a question. So who are you? What do you believe in? You believe yeah. in love. You believe in answering the tell why. Us, tell us a story. You're a player. You yeah. Diversity of thought. Those I think some of those key talking points that he started in that Zoom, he brings over. We do need to address the elephant in the room about a lot of reports. Quarterback. You know, we'll get to that. Quarterback. Got what about you? Quarterback. What about you, Gerard? Yes. You what makes Gerard tick? swing baseball bats over people's heads and meanings. <laughs> you rub people the wrong way. You have a lot of things being said about you and the organization in this transitional period. Yeah. How do you respond to that? And are you worried there are too many leaks in your organization already? Well, that's a good one. The leaks Ooh, is a good Andy, one. Are you going tomorrow? Yes. Yeah, I am. Okay. Andy Hart, W E I. Wow. And Six Rings postgame show. Six and the Rich Keefe show. show. Rich Keefe show. Tuesday, Thursday. What else you got? <laughs> Formerly Breaking Boston. We haven't done it in a while. I don't know if we're done or not. Yeah, I no think it's full. I'm pretty sure it went under. <laughs> we keep getting all these calls on the hotline. People like, like where's back. Breaking Boston? Yeah, bring it back. We'll actually so, go to your house and just do it live. You got to ask him about the quarterback. Another interesting question I would have for him is, and I don't know how to phrase it. Again, I'm not the intrepid reporter that you are and the okay. others that will be down there on the beat. But basically, knowing that Robert Kraft picked Bill O'Brien for Bill Belichick. Like, does Gerard Mayo get to, does he have final say in offensive coordinator? Like, is it his call who the offensive coordinator is? You how, put do, him you, on, how do you phrase that? He's got to be ready for that because yeah. he can't answer it. No. Because there's no right answer. I mean, there is. If you say I have full autonomy for my staff, but I don't think he does. So no. he can't say that. Right. So he needs to tiptoe through that. That's one where I would have a conversation with Stacy. I would have a conversation with... How do you want me to answer questions about the staff? I think people are going to ask him questions about like the number three pick. Not like, who are you taking? But, well, reports out right now, there's no one GM. So, like, how much say do you have? How much say do you want to have? All that kind of stuff. Right. I think there's a lot of staff. Now, there is also a chance they nip certain things in the bud. That's what they did at the other one. Robert wouldn't ask answer any questions about the future and mm. Gerard and those things. I'm guessing he's going to have to answer a few more of those. I'm also interested to see if he just introduces Gerard or if he takes questions with Gerard. You know, yeah. you have Jonathan, Gerard, and Robert up there. Uh, this one's for Jonathan. This one's for Rob. You know, that well, kind of like, a situation. Who's running the Patriots? 
is an easy question if Robert or Jonathan are up there. What do you mean by running is an interesting word? Yeah, it is an interesting word. It takes word. a lot of people to run a big organization like Who this. Who is picking the coaching staff? Who is picking the players? That is important. Yeah. I'll be interested to see yeah. how they set this up. But in then terms you of can the ask Gerard Mayo about... You know, Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi. Like, if those are your two quarterbacks right now, like, who do you like better? Right? Like, who do you like much, better, Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi? Like, who do you start on the team right now? Or, like, I don't know. Like, there's there's plenty of questions. I, I'm curious, his, when he's asked about the offense and that kind of thing, like, what does he say about the offense? Like, because he could sort of, on the one hand, be like, well, I was kind of in charge of defense. The defense was good. But you don't want to come across that no. way. You can't possibly be no, like, no, 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 hey, no. me and Steve did our job and nobody no. else did. You can't do that. You're the nope. head coach now. Correct. So I think you're going to get a lot of Patriots answers. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think you will. I don't know Gerard, I though. think so. Gerard is different. Gerard says a lot. Yeah, but now he's the head coach of the Patriots. I know, but I don't think he can just flip a switch and all of a sudden he stops being Gerard. And I actually don't think that's good. You know who stopped being themselves? Josh McDaniels and Matt Patricia and Joe. Like, yeah, yeah. don't try to replicate Bill Belichick. You sold on me that you're a lover. You We're sold on these men to come in and give everything they have every day. We're going to demand it, and we appreciate everything they give us. It's our it's our responsibility to take care of them on a daily basis and make sure when they are done with our game, they are better furthered for the rest of their career as a father, a husband, and a professional, whatever avenue they take. Wow, he's making them better men. Like they're already men. You're not a college coach. Yeah, these are pros. You're they're not a fine. High school. I forgot that. <laughs> oh, he's, he's horrible. Just horrible. focus on making them good on Sundays. <laughs> I don't care. Like, I mean, I care, but like, your job is to not make them better at everything. Make them. When we can put that because we when we can learn our system and we can get good at our system. Gerard, I can tell you one thing: don't, don't do that. Don't do any of that. Whatever that was, don't do that. Can't have it. But also, you don't necessarily need to be a comedian. You don't necessarily need to be Tony Robbins. No, like, not open mic. In the middle yeah. somewhere. Not yeah. to that and not to over-the-top motivational speaker. Find the middle ground. Yeah, I'm definitely And I think you will. I am betting. It'll I'm be, betting. It'll be a win. That tomorrow night, yep. when you are at 6 o'clock, I'm That's guessing right. you'll be leading with Gerard Mayo's opening introductory press conference. I'm guessing, right. I'm guessing you will have positive thi- mostly positive things to say. Well, if not, yeah, well, then we're in more trouble than we even think but, right now. Yeah, tune in to find out. Fitzy will be back in tomorrow, 6 to 10. We'll have a lot of reaction to Gerard Mayo's press conference, which, again, is at noon. All right, grab bag coming grab up bag. on the Rich Keefe Show with Hart. Right now, here's Stiz with What's Trending. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. Trending now on WEI and WEI.com. The Celtics beat the Toronto Raptors last night on the road, 105-96. to No Jalen Brown, no problem. Jason Tatum balled out. He had a double-double on the night. Derek White had 22 points. Drew Holiday spoke after the game on his clutch teammate, D. White. Man, he's an all-star. I think the things that he do, that he does, um, a lot of times goes unnoticed. But the way that he plays, the way that he carries his team, um, especially with JB out tonight and, and hit a big shot there in the corner. Um, yeah, that's what D. White does. Celtics had the night off tonight. They're back in action tomorrow night when they'll they'll be at home to host the San Antonio Spurs. Tip-off from Causeway Street at 7.30. Bruins got the win last night at home, beating the Devils 3 to nothing. Boston goals came from Pasternak, Coyle, and Frederick. That's also the third shutout of the year for Jeremy Swayman. Bruins back on the ice Thursday night when they'll host the Avalanche at the Garden Puck Drop at 7 p.m. NFL Super Wild Card Weekend results. Bills beat the Steelers 31-17. 
The Bucks beat the Eagles 32-9. The Lions beat the Rams 24-23. Packers got the win over the Cowboys 48-32. The Chiefs upset the Dolphins 26-7. And the Texans beat the Browns 45-14. Still no news on where Bill Belichick will end up. However, the Atlanta Falcons revealed yesterday that they did interview the former head coach of the Patriots. So keep it locked right here to WEEI. We will have that breaking news for you whenever it comes out. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEEI and WEEI.com. More Rich Keys show, including Grab Bag, coming up. Remember, you can listen to WEEI on your smart speaker. Just say, play 93.7 WEEI. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart, WEEI, as we uh, roll on. If you missed any of the program, you can hit up the Rich Keefe Show podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It is uh, easy to subscribe to that. You get all the hours broken down right for you. You can listen to it whenever you want. You can also subscribe to the Six Rings pod yes. and the hashtag Dork Podcast, which is now twice a week. Ooh. So what are those days I should look for? Um, it normally will be Monday night and then Tuesday night. So It's an interesting approach. Well, so here's a little peek behind the curtain. So we're going to record both of them Sunday. Oh, okay. Well, listen, I work nights. Davey Eyeballs works days. It's hard to mash up when we can record these things. So this was a little bit different. We recorded on Monday night this week, being last night. But normally it'll be Sunday night. We'll record two episodes, release one then, release one the next day, that kind of thing. Okay. But it's good. It's good. People are going to love it. People are already people are excited about it. Quick question before we grab back because I just uh, tweeted. I'm interested in the quick poll uh, of the... uh, producer and the host of the oh, show. I thought you did another one of your famous Twitter polls. So No. So Cadlick put out a little graphic for uh, Gerard Mayo's introductory press conference tomorrow with Gerard Mayo kissing uh, a mayonnaise, a Hellman's mayonnaise. Um, All right. You can find anything on the internet. Yeah, yes, he so. did an ad campaign for them a while back. Okay. As he should have. Are you a mayonnaise guy or a Miracle Whip guy? Uh, You know what? I don't really typically put much or either on much, but I guess I would say mayo. Stiz? Worst condiment mm. known to man is mayo but both of them I look at both of well they're very different mm. mayo is like far um, away from me. oily and fatty and miracle whip is like tangy i like mayo on a, a nice cold turkey sandwich after thanksgiving but i don't really it's what not about really... like tuna or chicken salad do you mix those Oh, I mean, if you're making tuna salad, like, you kind of have to have I, yeah, I mayo and tuna. Yeah, I chicken salad. But, like, adding it to something So nobody's a Miracle Whip person? Because no. I'm a Miracle Whip. Are player. you? Yeah. I like a good Miracle Whip. Yeah. Oh, are you saying whip? Tang. Yeah. Whip. Yeah. I like a good Miracle right. Whip. Well, it adds a tang to a sandwich. There you go. Hart's looking for a sponsorship deal if anybody can. Oh, I would take free Miracle up. Whip. Of course you would. Full tang. No money, but free whip for like. He'll be life. coming in and handing us C4s <laughs> and uh, Miracle Whips. Not sure how healthy we'll be. Good combo. But, no, and then we'll go to Awaken 180 afterwards. Bounce it out every couple of months. My peeps. No, oh, I like that very much. All right, let's get to this. It's time for grabbing. It's time for grabbing. Oh, it certainly is time for grab bag. And a team that unfortunately has been kind of lost in the shuffle with all the chaos surrounding the Patriots and then the occasional punching bag that is the Red Sox. The Boston Celtics are just cruising around with the best record in the NBA. 
They are almost at the halfway point. Tomorrow will be officially the halfway point. Uh, they are 31-9 and nine, uh, after that awesome game against Minnesota. They got uh, blown out, really like a scheduled loss, as uh, Claude Julian used to say. A yeah. scheduled loss to the Bucks. And then after that, they took down uh, Houston in a blowout. They beat uh, Toronto yesterday and uh, kind of rolling once again. Isn't that good for them? Just yes. kind of take yeah. care of your business yep. in yep. the background quietly. Ooh, Jalen's playing well. Ooh, Jason's yeah. playing well. Like, we're all kind of fitting together. Everybody loves, oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, no. I think that's good for them to just coast. Yeah. Because I remember um, writing a column at some point for the website. Like, they've reached Tom Brady's status in that don't really care until the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, the, this is all window dressing. Yeah. Like, we'll care if you don't get there. Well, sure. But really, the season starts in the Eastern Conference Finals. You've put together... I guess we don't call it a super team. I think other places might call this a super team. Big S, little S, I don't know. They're either a super team <laughs> yeah. or a super team. But their expectations are a banner and not one of those yeah. fraudulent banners from either the COVID era or the stupid in-season tournament in which the Lakers didn't win another game forever after they right. put up their stupid banner. I mean, it kind of is a super team, Big I banner. guess. That, yeah, why is it me called about that? that? I guess it is. Well, because usually the super teams, you sort of assume – one, two, or three of their top players were brought in, like as like a hired gun. That to me, yeah, stri- Porzingis. Yeah, but he's what the third best player. So yeah, I mean, they're two, give him three. Yeah, he's who, three. Who are you giving three? No, but I'm saying like all three of your best players. And they're trying to sell me that their fifth best player or fourth an is an all star. So isn't that a super team? Yeah, it probably is. Okay, if their starting lineup is is supposedly all star caliber, because yeah. Drew Holiday's all star caliber, yeah. the, they're all all star caliber. I agree. That's a super team. I, okay, so they are a super team. Yeah, they and super be... teams go to the Eastern Conference Finals. You, the next time you should be challenged, questioned, or debated is when you face the team that blew you out, the Milwaukee Bucks, and yeah. it shouldn't be a scheduled loss when you get to that series. I was gonna say it's it feels like Bucks or. Uh... I don't know, Nuggets? Like, these are the teams that, and that would either be the Eastern Conference Finals or the NBA Finals. And barring health, let's say everybody's healthy, if you lose a tough series to either one of them, you can't really freak out. Like, I know. Why are they not a super team? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but the more I think about it, like, I feel like they've been lucky that no one labeled them a super team because it takes some of the pressure off. Well, who in the NBA right now would you refer to as a super team? Celtics. Anybody else? Nope. Yeah, they probably aren't really. So super teams in the past were when Durant joined the Warriors Absolutely. and when uh, LeBron and Bosh joined D-Wade. Correct. Yeah. Isn't this a super team? I mean, pre this, they've been to the conference finals or the NBA finals. Yeah. And they added all-star caliber players to that mix. Yeah, it might be a super team. It's a super team. Oh, I'm not going to fight you on No, it. but I think it's better for them that no one labels them a super team. I oh, feel yeah, like that no, would create is. more yeah. expectation yeah. and, and but more pressure. You, this year, so I, on the one hand, I say, you know, if they lose a hard-fought game to Damian Lillard and, and Giannis, you can't lose your mind. However, there's so many years now where I thought they were going to win it. Even go back to the bubble. I thought the way that that laid out for them, I'm like, I think this bubble team is going to win. Last year, I thought they were going to win the NBA title. Two years ago, I thought they were yeah. going to win the NBA title. And now they're even better. Right. And so, you have more reason. They have a coach who's established. They have a coach who's experienced. They have experienced <laughs> a coach coaches. who everybody loves. No, but even that, he's more. they yeah. added to the bench of coaches. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Last year, yeah. there was an excuse like, wow, they're really thin, and they lost their best assistant coach. No, like the thick. Sotomayor leaves. No, they're, the whole thing. Yep. They're playing defense. I hear... The clip that uh, Stiz is playing of Tatum bragging about how much fun they're having playing defense, even when they screw it up every once in a while, they're a super team. And here comes the draft bag. 
Grab, grab, back, 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 grab, grab, back. Boston Bruins, meanwhile, uh, are uh, playing all Swayman, right, with all Mark Hart. So Swayman's gotten a lot of run here. Edgy Swayman. They lost three straight games in uh, overtime. One was in the shootout, then two in overtime. So they're still getting points there. But then they have since snapped out of that uh, over the weekend. They beat St. Louis on Saturday in overtime. Then they shut out New Jersey three-zip yesterday. So they're off until Thursday when they take on Colorado, but it's hard to get a sense really of what this Bruins team is. And maybe it's just sort of like the runs that they go on, they're never as good or as bad as what it really looks like. So they're they're truly probably somewhere in the middle. And I guess the question will be, they've had such great regular seasons in the past, not just last year, and it hasn't always resulted in anything. So maybe now it's like, hey, maybe don't go screaming into the playoffs and maybe you can go further. Pace yourself. I guess. I mean, Apple even pie, with the up and down, they, they have the best record in the East still. What? They still have the best record in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, but it doesn't feel like it. No, it does there not. There is no expectation. For them, yeah. opposite of the Celtics. The yeah. Celtics, the season starts in the Eastern Conference Finals. For the Bruins, everybody's going to fixate on the first series. Just get past the first yeah. series. like, And then maybe you'll pick up some momentum. I don't know what I think of the idea of, like... <laughs> Let's 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 rope a dope them. We won't play that great during the regular season, or or we don't want to be playing too peak too early. Or, no, I don't know. There, don't you go out and try to play as well as you can every night? But there's something about coasting and not playing games that really matter, and then all of a sudden like turning it on. And that's why some teams, and maybe you even saw it with the Bucks, yeah, but they didn't coast last year. They wanted the record. Yeah, I guess they wanted Patrice Bergeron to play in front of his dad. <laughs> yes, they did. Maybe had they coasted, they would have gone. And they would have gone a little bit better. Yeah, I guess that's true. Grab bag. What is that? What? It's grab bag. Like, the whole segment's grab bag. What are you talking about? <laughs> this, this is his first grab bag? What are you asking questions like, during what grab bag? The... What do you know? What is this, your first one? Yes. Grab bag. It's grab bag. I didn't know what that one was either. Which I'll one? I'll have the to find out. Played? Yeah, the, 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 the one that Nick did for us. Die hard. Oh, I thought, I, I, that's oh. when I thought it was Bruce. Grab bag. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the grab bag. If we had to explain these, uh, what's the point? Yeah, I didn't know. I don't think. I think less than half the audience knew what that was. Let's all go to the grab bag. Okay, I can do it for you. Rest in grab bag. It's weird. The voice changes. They're all over the place. God. They're all over the place, this thing. What a wacky... What's that from? Uh, that was my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll sell her out, but you won't tell me Bruce Willis and Die Hard. Uh, I was talking about, uh, we got to update that. That was over a year ago, I think. Uh, you got two daughters in there? I got... W- How old is she now? The oh, second? Got, I don't know if she could say... Gra- she might be able to say grab. She's like a year plus. I don't know if she could say grab bag. You got to work on it. That's true. Yeah. Okay, good. Anyway, I get her I get her to say book. She says book. And you're like, what's that? I go, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Looking around. Go we, see your mother. We don't have any in this house. No, that's, that's not I hope true. you have books. Oh llama, God. llama, red pajama. I literally, all I do is read to her all day. Llama, llama, llama all day. red pajama? Uh, you know what? I don't have that one. What? Llama, llama, red pajama. No. It's a great book. You know, been, you know, Sandra Boynton is a, is a popular one. Jim Benton is a what popular one. What about the Caterpillar one? 
Oh, the hunger caterpillar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah, that's a good. One. Yeah. Now, are you allowing Doctor Seuss? I think he's kind of racist or something. Oh no, I love like a one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish, or a fox and socks. But will I do? I'm put gonna put you in a zoo. One of those books. I'm putting her in a zoo. No, that's footbook. Footbook's classic. Never, not familiar. Oh yeah, it's all about feet. What about uh, some of the Rex classics? Ryan, Rex Ryan wrote that book. What about the little um, engine that could? No, I haven't gotten that one yet. Really? No, I don't think so. Huh. Get update your. Books. There's like some new school, some old school. Good mix. Good mix. Okay. Yeah, good mix. Uh, Jason Kelsey told teammates that uh, he is going to hang him up. He's been sort of hinting at retirement the last few years, but uh, what the I mean, the best center of the last decade for sure. But Philadelphia, I mean, a lot was made of the Philadelphia, the way they ended their season, and then they get blown out in the wild card round a year after losing a close Super Bowl. And things aren't going to get any easier because Jason Kelsey, a longtime captain, stud, one of the few pulling centers in the league. Yep. And, uh, and he's done. Tush push. Tush push. The center men on the tush push. Yeah, you're going to have to get a new guy in there. To and do they the got push. stopped on the goal line last night. They did. The it Bucks, was a face mask. The Bucks did it in the regular season, too. And there was also a face mask. Yeah, they just grabbed Hurts' head. That's the best way to stop it, I feel like. I think it is. There was a good. How do you stop a snake? Cut out to Greg Williams is like, yeah, I know how. Um, <laughs> how much money? There was actually a good piece on NFL Network yesterday right? uh, about the tush push. They went to see that guy, Neil deGrasse. Is that his name? Neil deGrasse Tyson, yeah. the founder of the tush push. And he, no, he, but he's no. a physicist, astrophysicist. Yeah, he's the smartest guy in the world, some say. He didn't seem it. I um, think he thinks so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was actually funny. It was actually well done for NFL Network, and he was talking about, okay. like, Technically speaking, if you really run the numbers, when they are pushing off all at once, they are actually altering the rotation of the Earth because for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So the Earth has to so go all these the opposite tu- way. So all these tush pushes cost us two days. Well, remember Superman when he flew backwards to yes, in time to obviously. save Lois Lane? Yes. Well, there's a little bit of that with every tush push. So maybe they maybe you know what? I never wanted them to get rid of it. Now I kind of do. <laughs> You're messing with time, space. I don't want. I don't want to be dealing with that. It's grab bag time. I would agree with that. How about the currently longest tenured head coach in the NFL is Mike Tomlin of the Pittsburgh yeah. Steelers. Coach, he, you got one year left on your contract? Uh, well. Anyone? Mike, you have a year left on your contract. Mike? Mike left. Mike got up and... Exit stage left. So, on the one hand, there is the... He's never had a losing record. Which is a great stat. He's also lost his last five playoff games, and they haven't been a real threat in a long time. No. Like they are a solid contending team, or uh, playoff contending, okay. not Super Bowl contending, not Super Bowl contending team. So what do you do with Mike Tomlin? Like you and I, I think I came around the last couple of years, and like, hey, he's a really good coach. But if you're a Steeler fan, you got to be looking at him and be like, we can't break through. We're kind of hitting all eight and eight, nine and eight, ten and seven wall every year. And uh, then he's asked about his, that's a fair question, walks off. Stay with me on this. All right, I will. I got a bit of an interesting plan for Pittsburgh. Okay. Get him a quarterback. Wait a minute. That could work. Because Kenny Pickett? First round pick. First round pick. I don't care. The guys in your Twitter mentions would say, Uh, first round pick, Hart. I thought you didn't want a first round pick. I actually retweeted a thread from a guy that's really interesting about uh, number one overall pick quarterbacks in the last 30 years compared to two through 32 and oh, the percentages of like 
all the number one picks, you have a really high percentage of a 4,000-yard passer who's going to throw for 35-plus, blah, 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 blah. And then the rest of it is way more hit or miss, and the numbers are very interesting. So I tweeted that. If anybody – Jumbo Hart, I don't like to do that. I think people that promote their Twitter handles are kind of yeah, douches. But that's actually interesting. Um, at Jumbo Hart, I retweeted it. There's some interesting <laughs> stuff. For Patriots fans who are picking third, yeah. the comparison of a quarterback at one versus two to 32. But I do think Pittsburgh – I mean, Mason Rudolph stinks. Yeah. I think Kenny Pickett kind of stinks. He does. Okay, so they don't have a quarterback. Who's the other guy they used? Who's the guy that played against the Pats? Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, stinks. Mitchell Trubisky. Hey, he was Nickelodeon Valuable Player. I have an idea. What's that? Go get a quarterback. They should get a quarterback. I think if you give Mike Tomlin a quarterback, because they have good, you know, I know yeah. Tony Romo didn't know they had two running backs. No. Most of us knew. No. Tony Romo put the tape on. He's like, hey, they got a second guy. It's not just Najee Harris. Look at this guy. The no, other guy's actually, better. the other guy's more explosive and yeah. better, no. you idiot who makes $17 million a year and most overpaid really? man in sports. Oh, my God. You are really steaming about that. That doesn't bother you? No. That a clown show bro makes $17 million a year to be a moron on national TV? I don't mind him. He seems relatable. Seems like the everyman. I don't mind him. Right, we're all morons? I, I take offense to that. Kind of, kind of are. <laughs> kind of are. And I'm a moron. You and everybody, yes. We're all you morons. Been defeated by the grab bag. All right, how about uh, Danny Amendola and Julian Edelman? <laughs> is this, Stiz, do you have this or do I have this? He has this. All right, Stiz has this. So here's uh, Danny Amendola, Julian Edelman talking about, you may have seen it during NFL or wildcard weekend, certain players that it looked like they had a concussion and they somehow cleared the protocol. They were right back in there. They so, looked like Undertaker with yeah. their eyes rolling back in there. <laughs> Maybe a couple of former players talked about how you can get around the concussion test. One time you looked at me and you said, Dola, if I get hit one more time in the head, I, I see that star again. I'm going to have to retire. <laughs> I think he saw the star like seven more times that year and played for like seven more years after that, too. <laughs> yeah, so. that star. That's just that's that's star. that star. Yeah. What was our pact on punt returns? If one of us would get knocked out, then the other one would come peel us off the ground so we didn't have to miss the game and then possibly the next game because we had incentives on playing. So it was like, when I come over to you after you get dunked on punt return, I'll come pick him up and I'll say, grab your knee, grab your knee. And so we're trying to beat the system. And he'd come in and he'd say, hey, dude, it's 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 November 3rd. It's about 2 o'clock. We're down by 7. They'd bring in the independent doctor. Hey, it's fucking 2 o'clock. We're down by 7. It's about 2.30. Get out of here. Proactive. Proactivity. I mean, those guys would know about nothing it. as funny as CTE. <laughs> Holy, sm- I mean, both their brains have just got to be scramby eggs. Well, the funny thing is, it, it just looking at them in this clip, Edelman looks more like it. He's like I mentioned earlier; he's got the one eye thing, and he just looks more beat up. Amendola still has the like clean cut, looks like a model look to him. But yeah, I mean, throw Wes Welker in there, throw whoever I you know. want. They all got their brains scrambled by the NFL and. I guess it's funny to them now. I mean, they're the ones laughing about it. They're, I think they would do it over again if they could. I don't oh, think absolutely. they're worried about they it. They went in eyes wide yeah. open. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a grab bag. How about Tua Tagovailoa's brother, What's who his was name? the uh, Tua's brother is what they call him. He plays for Maryland. So he started at Alabama, yep. just like his brother, played a year at Alabama, then transferred to Maryland where he played four years there. Yep. Uh, there was the 2020 COVID year was sort of mixed in, but he was petitioning for a sixth year of eligibility, yeah. and they were like, no. Why not? Bo Nix got it, didn't he? Which got crazy. I feel like everybody plays six years. Yeah. How many years did Malik Cunningham play? Right. So it's like 30. It's the first time I've seen that. They have so many well, old quarterbacks. But we are exiting, I think, 
the COVID era here. But he was a COVID guy. No, I know, but I've heard people say, like, it's just about done. We've kind of come out the other side of it. We're not going to see, because last year's draft was insane. All, all these guys old. were, like, 24, 25. Yeah. I think we're going to trend back towards, like, okay, you're 22, 23 when you enter the NFL. I think we will. And so now he's pivoting to trying to get drafted in the NFL, which I don't think he will, although I think he set a bunch of Big Ten records at Maryland, but whatever. Uh, but what's weird, I guess what it came down to, I read too much on this today. It was about his first year he played in, like, one extra game than he should have. But then you go back and Alabama might have, like, misreported his playing time. Well, I so read it's kind something of a muddied about story. Saban put in a trying to get him, trying to be like, yeah. yeah, let him do it. But then I, they clearly somebody looked into it and they're like, no, he played against Duke. You didn't say he played against Duke. It was something really weird uh, like that. I know. There's a shock. It's yeah. Saban cheating. I know. Dun, dun, dun. What is that smell? Oh, that's right. Grab bag. Stays True Detective Season 4, Episode 1, debuted Sunday night. That's right. Yeah, why don't we just roll his uh, reel that I listened to? I didn't see the reel yet. Oh, I did. So, Jodie Foster. Oh, mine. Uh, uh, yeah, nah, yeah. it wasn't. It, was it just popped it up. I'll check it out. Stiz review. So what do you think of, uh, I watched it as well, but what did, what did you think? You want my thoughts first? I do. Okay. I'm a little concerned that they, it leaned very heavy into the supernatural in this first episode. I think. Now, while I do think that it's misdirection oh. and, and that it's, yeah, it's yeah. going to end up not being I think it's a gonna be supernatural gritty. thing. Because you remember the first season, which was unbelievable television. That's there right. was some sort of like, well, what's going on? What's at play not here? Not like this. Well, no, no, no. no we like saw this. ghosts. We saw animals leaping to their deaths. We yeah. saw, I mean, Spoiler. very, very <laughs> heavy uh, supernatural you, elements. That's fair. I did like it, though. I like the characters. I liked it, too, yeah. I like the setting the in Alaska. The setting is amazing. It's yeah. a, it reminds me of anything that was in like Antarctica or like The Thing or uh, 30 Days of Night, which was a movie out in Alaska. Kind of cool. Kinda Can cool I place. give you one word? Yes. Uh, how do I say this? Like kind of spoiler, non-con. No context You have one word spoiler. and you don't know the word? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. This is going to be here all night. It. No context spoiler. Got it. Magnets. That's Magnet. all I'm going to say. All right. Very good. The F does that mean? Well, you're gonna have to tune in to find out. But I like I like the show at least where it started. You're all, not gonna watch it, Andy, at all. You're not, not in. No, hard no. Oh, dude, he's, you he's trying to go the tour podcast. Dude. You won't even watch the truth. I know, dude. Just throw yeah, us F one. That's the only way to get on. I don't think I have. It's on HBO, right? Yeah. I'll shoot you a password, guy. Come on. <laughs> Thanks for calling the Rich Keefe Show. You have selected Grab Bag. All right, that'll do it for another successful Grab Bag. Tune in tomorrow for a brand new Grab Bag. We will wrap up the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart coming up next year on Weei. If you missed any of our Patriots Monday and Friday interviews, go back and listen on the podcast anytime. Just subscribe to the Rich Keefe Show on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. All right, back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart. A uh, fantastic Tuesday program, if I do say so myself. You can check out the podcast if you happen to miss any of it. The Rich Keefe Show on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, a reminder, you can watch the show on Twitch. Get all the shows, 6 a.m. all the way up until 10 p.m. A texter asks, what show were we just talking about? That'd be True Detective Night Country, a.k.a. True Detective Season 4. Four? Yeah, but they're all, what do they call it, anthology series? Where Separate. Each, yeah, each season's its own thing. Oh, I thought they were only on three. So the first one was the best one with McConaughey and Harrelson. Yep. The second one was Vince Vaughn. 
who I love, but it was just not a good show. Amy Adams was in it. The acting was good, but it was not good. Season three had Mahershala Ali and uh, Ethan, no, uh, Stephen Dorff, which was actually a pretty good season. But I think a lot of people gave up after two because two was so bad. But four might be back. Might be back in a big way. All right, so tomorrow at this point, we will have already heard all of Gerard Mayo's press conference. Uh, Now, Robert and Jonathan, we think, will both be there. It's do you think they'll answer questions? Well, we I think it's a yet. lock that Robert's there. It sounds like Jonathan's going to be okay. there. I have no idea based on what they've done. I think they may answer questions because Robert said there'll be another time for that while talking last week about Bill. True. So sort of left the door open, but he also always has the owners meetings in March, whereas like that's usually his big state of the team, poignant comments in recent years about Belichick and wanting to compete. and We're watching him. But uh, I am hopeful that we will hear from both Crafts and Gerard tomorrow. But Gerard needs to nail it. He does need to nail it. And he clearly has the personality to pull that off. Right? Like, it's not like outside the box to think that he's going to have a good press conference. I mean, like, that's part of his yeah. um, pros of him being the coach. Like mm-hmm. the, You trust that he is a good leader of men, a good speaker, can control a situation, a room, an environment, that he is modern. Yeah. Like he, he doesn't have to be a showman. Again, you don't, don't try to be Mike McDaniel. I know a lot of people around here were like, ah. What's Mike McDaniel doing? Stand up every time he holds a press conference. Yeah, Mike McDaniel's great. He's himself. I, yeah, right. Bill was himself. McDaniel was himself. They're two very different selves. Yep. Gerard, find your middle between those two somewhere, wherever you fall on the spectrum. I know. And it's there's a lot with all these articles written and, you know, Seth Wickersham, but Burt Breer, the, the uh, Callahan and Kide from the Herald. Yep. There's been so many articles written that there's a lot to ask Mayo. Now, some of it is literally above his pay grade when it comes to like who's going to be the GM, who's going to be making the final call, who's going to be doing all that stuff. But it's all fair, like like going forward, this transition from Bill Belichick to however many guys have to, you know, take over to, to do his job. But plus just the coaching staff. There's a report today about Steve and Brian Belichick could be back, like if, if those guys want to. Or so, everybody could be leaving, according to Giardi, following but, Bill. Right, like Bill has to pick his team, and then he's going to take at least a few people with him, I would I imagine. I think that's an open-ended question. Yeah. How much uncertainty is there for you, Gerard, in terms of what the organization around you is going to look like? Yeah. Coaching staff and Seriously. front office. Do you know who your guys are, or are you going to go into next week, next month, still trying to figure out who is here and who's doing what? And also, are, are your, is your starting quarterback on the roster right now? I'm really fixated on this quarterback thing. Yeah, quarterback seems to be significant. It does. Well, people are trying to talk into like existence that maybe Mac Jones gets another crack. And that's one of the reasons why I'm very anti bringing back Josh McDaniels. Because I could see Kraft's knee-jerk reaction be, wasn't that in 2021? Do that again, and we're all right. Kind of ignoring the last two years. What if unfolded. you draft Jaden Daniels and bring Mac back? I think I'm just done with Mac. I am too. Yeah, I know you are. You were done after the Saints game. So I yeah. would just move on. Cowboys game. You're not. Oh, I didn't wait a week. Good point. I think everybody was done after the same. Yes. <laughs> after the and Cowboys. certainly the Germany game. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah. Then he had another crack after that. Oh, he had lots of cracks. He, got, he, had, a lot, he had a lot of cracks. In many All ways. Right. All right, that'll do it. Hart, we'll talk to you on Thursday, sir. Yes, sir. I'll be here. Stiz, a pleasure as always. Uh, that'll do it for us here. Again, check out the podcast if you missed any of the show. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday nights. I'll be back with Fitzy and Stiz tomorrow starting at 6.